Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry. Welcome, welcome to the Get Out There, Get Known podcast. And for those of you who are just seeing me for the first time, I'm a publicity strategist and a brand expert and award-winning publisher of Speakers Magazine. And I help those that want to get out there and get known that are speakers and thought leaders. So today we're going to really go over the second phase of the Ready, Set, Go speak system. And we're talking about the set phase. Last time we talked about the ready phase and primarily it's getting the mindset and your mission right, knowing your niche, developing and defining your brand and who it is that you're speaking to. Because in that phase, in the ready phase, you're really pulling together your marketing plan and your PR plan. So that was a whole thing in itself. Just really understanding that, that knowing the mindset, persistence, uh, getting over the imposter syndrome, meeting that, don't try to be like every other speaker. You are your own. Yes, someone else can do a podcast on the same topic, but you have your own secret sauce. So that ready phase is really trying to understand what it is that brings you're bringing to the world. What is your calling? What is your mission? Understanding your niche, the language that you need to speak to, to your ideal customer, client, and end user. We call it end user, like your app. But really, you're like a, you're like an app. <laughs> you need to talk to the end user because everybody is different, and there is someone for everyone. So I don't want any speaker, any thought leader, any expert to feel that. They have to compare themselves to someone else because it is your unique fingerprint that we need. I spoke with someone yesterday. I hope she doesn't mind me really talking about her. Um, love her. Love her. Her name is Precious. And Precious is a pitch master, right? She te teaches people how to pitch. And so I said, well, Precious, let's kind of put in who you are and see where you are on Google. You know, like you are a elevator pitch person that um, a coach and you're a black woman. So let's put in not just elevator pitch coach, but let's put in black woman elevator pitch coach. In Google, she pops up number one. She was so excited. She said, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But that was her niche because her book is Bad Beach Bitches, Bad Bitches, Killer Pitches. Okay. So her target audience <laughs> is vernacular that they would use. All right, not corporate, not government. It is the vernacular of what her target audience would use. So that worked for her. All right, so she knew, she decided that that is my niche. That's what I'm going to go after. That is picking a niche, sticking with it, deciding your level of a persistence, growing thick skin, no matter what other people say, that that is your thing. That's the ready phase. You can't spend enough time in the ready phase because once you understand that whole mindset of where you need to be, get rid of the imposter syndrome, 
Okay. COVID or not, get rid of it. Know that you're standing up, standing strong in that part. Then a person like me as a publicity strategist can help you define and, and design your marketing and PR plan because it's a whole thing about putting that together. But you got to know you got to be committed. Can't just be interested. Got to be committed. Some people are interested. It's like, if it works, it doesn't. But those that are committed will put in the time, put in the money, invest in a coach and all of that because they are committed because it's a calling submission and they have their mind right and no one can sway them from what it is that they are called to do. All right. Obviously, you can always upgrade a brand or you can really sometimes pivot the brand, but be secure in who you are. So I'm on LinkedIn Live as well as YouTube Live, as well as Periscope. I'm going to jump over here to the LinkedIn Live part to see what's going on over on that side, because I just want to give a shout out to the folks over in LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn for my audience that I primarily talk to. LinkedIn is where they really are. I, I'm here mostly really interacting. I'm on Twitter and I'm on Facebook and all those things, but I really love being on LinkedIn. So I want to say hi to those folks over there. I see uh, Tiffany is there. Hey, Tiffany. And I see uh, Sharia. There she is. She is the goals uh, coach and uh, she's part of the John Wax and she knows that I, I love her and then Lira Stone. So just want to say shout out to you guys and thanks for joining. Now, the reason why I liked LinkedIn, if you're just kind of like, why does she like LinkedIn? Because I can tell immediately who you are, what you say you are, but then I can also look down and read your resume. Okay. So I know part of it. Hey, Sharia. So one of the things is that I can read her resume, know that, okay, she's a notary public. She's a certified facilitator, financial. Pe- so I can read that and see that where sometimes on the other platforms, you really can't. So you have to know where your audience is. If I'm Instagram is not my thing. It's my daughter's thing. I have 5,000 people on Instagram. Okay. Follow me. My daughter has a thousand. She posts a picture. 500 people love the picture. Half, right? Good interaction. I post a picture, not so much, maybe 50 because my audience isn't necessarily there. So you have to know, you have to pick a niche. You can't be everywhere. Hey, Tiffany, she's a licensed realtor. Okay. So I see that as well. So, and also to LinkedIn is just very streamlined. They, well, they just recently added stories, but that's a whole nother thing. We don't have to do everything that on on the uh, on the on the actual site. So today, again, we're going to talk about the uh, set mode, and the set mode is basically that mode where people think that I am ready, got my strategy, and let's put it together. So the set mode really is a lot of marketing materials. The first marketing material that I'm not going to screen share is a website. The website is is the construct of your whole marketing capsule, your whole marketing system. If you want to know more about that, you can go to the DBA podcast and dot com and find out more about that. But primarily the website is like your capsule, your container. It is it holds your bio, your photos, your 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 testimonials, all of that. Okay. So we're talking about online in terms of putting together your marketing materials. You need a home base. Then you will branch out and then do your branding in the other social media spaces that match the website. 
You're going to have a banner for your LinkedIn, for your Facebook. My banner on my LinkedIn matches the banner on my website and, and, and that sort of thing. So you want to go across all of your channels and make sure that branding of the marketing materials are the same. After that, you really want to make sure if you're a speaker on that website that you have a sizzle reel. A sizzle reel and the last speaker's magazine had all of the videos of all of the speakers. So I would suggest the September issue of the speaker's magazine. You can go to speakersmagazine.net and look at the sizzle reels. There's one in particular, one precious has a good sizzle reel because it talked about how to give a killer pitch. Perfect. That's what she is. She's a pitch master, right? So she has a video that, that demonstrates that. But Ramira, I'm sorry, Rashida Williams, Rashida Kamari Williams, her sizzle reel was the bomb.com. It was, none of them are over two minutes and 30 seconds. So they should not be. They You just want to give people a taste of how you speak. But one of the things I liked about Rashida's was that it started out with a, a picture of who she was, a slow kind of docu kind of drama. Then it, it showed a TED talk. It showed some news clips. It showed her speaking at two or three different times, but little segments of it, enough of a soundbite where you get who she is. Perfect. Go to speakersmagazine.net, hit the online issue, look at September. You'll see every single person's video, their sizzle reel, or what I call their intro reel. They weren't really, some were sizzle. Kamara's, Rashida Kamara's was actually a sizzle reel. Uh, Precious was more like an intro video, but you'll see the difference. If you're a speaker, take a look at different sizzle reels and you do need a demo reel if you want to speak. That's just, that's really part of it, right? So in terms of pulling that together, does that take a while? Yeah, it takes a while. It takes a while to pull on together. You got to have some television interviews, maybe from past, put those in there. You have some maybe testimonials, you put them in there. Maybe you're doing a, a speech, a TED talk, maybe it's not a TED talk, but just a regular talk where you're speaking. All of that put together combined, just like you would a movie. And a movie has like a trailer or a book. Sometimes we'll have a trailer. You have a trailer for yourself. All right. That's really one of the main things that you want to make sure that you do, because having a sizzle reel for your speaker is really, really important. The other part, people love this as well. So, you know, you got your website, you have the logo, you got your, your the correct URL. Everything is constructed correctly on WordPress, not Weebly, not Wix, not Squarespace, but WordPress. And that's a whole nother series of podcasts of what we talk about there, but this one is just really for marketing purposes that you're going to have the website and you're going to have all of those things in one spot and your logo is one. So when you have the logo, you create tablecloths, maybe banners, table banners, those kind of things that if you're doing Zoom, that you will have your banner in the back or you can have your your banner on your um, overlay for your for your podcast, things like that. You want to create banners and, and, and marketing materials. You can even go as far as getting marketing materials on a coffee mug. You can get them doing, uh, some people put on ink pens, but part of it is getting all your marketing materials. What is it that your ideal clients loves? Maybe they love post-it notes. Get some of those. What is it your client loves? Get some of those. If you have a book, get a bookmark. So these are some of the things, uh, that some of my clients have done. So this right here, if you can see, I'm sorry for those that are listening and not watching, but this is just basically a tips booklet. And basically it's tips on marketing, on leadership. 
So it's a, it's a marketing piece that she sends out to people to let them know that she speaks on leadership. So that's one piece. Then she has definitely like a calling card to let people know how to uh, get services with her. And then because she also has a book, she has a bookmark. All right. Very simple, very things. One of the things too, for anything of the, the set phase is a photo shoot. Please get a photo shoot. Now, this is the same client. She actually is doing an ad. She did the photo shoot and she submitted the photo shoots to an agency. And long, I'm making this story short, to an agency. And then she got called to do audition to do a commercial. Commercial was a t television commercial as well as a print campaign. This actually came in the mail and it probably went to about 50,000 people, right? There was the same one, but it all started because she had a photo shoot. You can't get on the cover of anybody's magazine if you don't have a good photo. How are you going to get on the cover? You see her brand colors are blue. How are you going to get a cover of a magazine if you don't have a good photo? And a lot of times, some people are missed over opportunities because they don't have the right photos. They don't have the right photos, and that's very important. So the other thing that you may have when you have a ticketed event is to have your picture on a ticket and then have it on postcards. Those are marketing things. But it started with the base of a photo shoot that matches with the brand of the website. And then if you have a book, Learning to Be, while well, Nita Rasmus has a book called Learning to Be, these were actually the bookmarks that she sent out when people bought the book pre-order. And it has her personal message on the back. How to follow you on Twitter, Instagram, website, all of that. The other thing too, another client, Dr. Missy Johnson, she has postcards, talks about who she is, where to get her book. But she also has her clients like journals because she sends people through a process of journaling. So she has that as well. So just knowing what your audience likes and really putting your stamp in it in terms of your personality, that is something that you you definitely want to do. And I, I, I can't say that enough in terms of like getting, you got the, the ready and the set. So pulling together all of the materials that you need. Also in that set phase, is the EPK, which is electronic press kit. That's a whole nother thing. Maybe I'll, I'll go into that a little bit deeper, what goes into electronic press kit. But at the very least, the great photo, a link to that sizzle reel, the great bio, which is an art in itself. You have one for 125 words, another one for 250 words, another one for 500 words. Okay, you need all three on the website so that people can pull them. And then also to the little short intro one, which is maybe two sentences that you use for an author box. An author box is when you write an article and you, at the very end of the article, it'll have like an author box with your website, but it'll say two words. It'll say, um, like if it was Sheree, it will say, uh, her author box would say, uh, author of 2021 Goals Journal, Independent Coach at John Maxwell Team, Gold Accountability Coach, blah, 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 this and that. It's like a few sentences. One of the things I will say, and Sheree, I hope you don't mind, <laughs> is that when we are branding ourselves, let's brand ourselves. I love John Maxwell. He is great. But let's talk about you because John Maxwell has really made it so that it's his brand, but you don't want anyone else's brand to overshadow your brand. And I'm saying this too for network marketers, for that matter. Network marketers are behind a particular company, say if it's Mary Kay or whatever, but it's you that are really doing the work. You, it's people buy you. So brand you. 
not the company that you're associated with. And we live in the age of personal branding. And that's why I say that because of the personal branding is the most important thing. There is a, um, a just a, a, a way to take your personal brand and make it just like a Nike would make itself a personal brand or just like an Oprah would make herself a personal brand. I'll give an example. When I had a client on the Oprah show many years ago, we went to Chicago and my client was all excited and was like, okay, before we go in, let's, you know, she had us wait outside and, and you can come in and then there's this little store. It's the Oprah store. And in the Oprah store, you can go in there, you could buy a magnet, you could buy a mouse pad, you could buy a coffee mug, you could get a t-shirt. Of course, I got all that, right? Because I'm like, oh, I got the t-shirt. And that's part of the brand. It's Her logo was on everything. Her website was on everything because it's still part of the brand. It helps march you along into the phase of ready, set, go, speak because now you're a big brand. One of the things that I do when I do a, a podcast on the road, or if I do any red carpet events, I actually have a mic and I have a mic flag. A mic flag is the brand name around the microphone, the mic flag. And you can get that. That's one of the things that I teach in the Ready, Set, Go Speak program about all the different resources that you can have. Where do you get that? I tell you, where do you get this? I tell you. So Ready, Set, Go Speak is kind of like my personal people that I'm their publicist for and their resource for in order for them to go further in marketing. So just to reiterate, the ready phase is really getting the plan together, the strategy, knowing the mindset, um, getting the actual clarity of what you need so that you can create the marketing materials. Because there's nothing worse for a web designer to say, okay, we're ready give me your copy. And you're like, I don't know what to say. Or can you, the web designer is designing. They're not writing. Only you know your audience. And so you have to write the material. You have to write the automated emails to, to your audience. You know their language, you know their words. So that's really important to do that. Because if you don't sit still in the ready phase, when you get into the set phase, you're all over the place. Even when you're doing your photo shoot, one of the things I give um, as a resource in the Ready, Set, Go uh, Speak system is that there's a photo shoot planner because there's nothing worse than a photographer trying to shoot you and they have no idea what you're using these photos for. Do you want all vertical? Do you want horizontal? Do you want dressy? Do you want casual? I mean, so the photo shoot planner helps you understand the entire brand because your brand needs to attract your ideal customer. And so it attracts your ideal customer through a lot of visual stimulation, but also words. And they have to work together, but they only, these visual optics and words come together only when you set still in the first phase and walking that through, knowing your brand story, knowing your knowing all the things that your your ideal client's pain points are, are what you do when you sit in that first phase. So within the Ready, Set, Go program is actually a program. First, then we layer on other pieces in there that will help you to really, I guess you say, work out the other pieces so that you can really go into the next phase, which is the go phase, which people love. That's about how to pitch, but you can't pitch until you have this other stuff together. So we'll go over that next time, but I really want to go over the ready and the set. And the go and the speak is really the last two phases. But in the ready, set, go, speak, 
get on the wait list for that or even join the program. It's where I actually walk you through all of the phases one by one. I will say in the set phase, this is really important and people get stuck on this, but don't get stuck on it because Dr. Geneva shows you right here that you need some kind of printed material, some kind of book, whether it's a journal, something where people will understand who you are and what you're about in written form. So I always say a book is really good if you're a speaker because the book lends you a little bit authority. The word you become an author because authority, right? There's the word author and authority. So it gives you a little bit more credibility. So in that phase of ready and then the set, setting still to write the book or a booklet or something is important because once you have the book, now we have a hook. Hey, that rhymes. Once you have a book, then you have a hook for the media. Okay. So that's one of the things that is very, very important that you want to make sure that you have. So with that said, uh, we got the book, we got the EPK, the website, those are major things. So can you get this done in 30 days? I don't think you can do a book in 30 days. I don't think you can do a website in 30, you know, so you can see how long this process is. But once you lay the foundations for the first two, in the first two phases, with the help of someone that's walking you through it, the last two phases of go and speak in terms of actually getting out there pitching and then actually getting the bookings is easy. But you can't shortcut everything. You really can't. Even though I know people say out there in the internet, you can. You really can't shortcut anything. So with that, I am really excited about the next two phases I'm going to go over. And then after that, I'll start interviewing my media friends and my PR colleagues on this podcast about how to get out there and how to get known. All right. So I'm Pam Perry. Until next time. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.